listening to the North Avenue Show, a podcast devoted to sharing the stories of some top entrepreneurs and marketing directors. I'm Andrew Curtin, and I'm sitting down with top executives to talk about their process, lessons learned, and how to make an impact. Hello and welcome to the North Avenue Show. This is Andrew Curtin speaking. Today I have slightly reformatted the episode. I know the last couple of episodes were guests orientated and wonderful conversations we had with the likes of Easy Fix, Jason, Gabriella. It's such very good conversations we had. But over the last couple of weeks since the show has been released, I kind of got a lot of questions about different social media strategies through friends and family and listeners, emails as such, just about different strategies used um, and just what's really going on in the social media industry at the moment. So the focus of the episode will be actually similar to a blog I wrote on Medium last month called We Are Still Marketing Like It's the 1990s. And as I'm only 26, I had some digging to do. Um, Fortunately for me, I didn't have to do too much digging because I soon realized that marketing in the 90s was marketing like the 80s or the 70s. It was traditional. It was your distribution channels, newspaper, TV, radio, billboards. Um, So you're really, really traditional type of marketing. And effectively, what I mean by a, a distribution channel is you're just getting your brand out there to as much people as possible and you're hoping that that advertisement will resonate with a percentage of the viewers um unfortunately for the social media world many people think of marketing has got way better because of social media for the majority of companies out there it hasn't they're still using social media as if it was a billboard or if it was a tv ad or if it was a newspaper so today i'm going to discuss a lot of that how companies are going wrong, what companies can do to get it right. I'm going to look at a couple of case studies. Jim Shark, Red Bull, going to talk about how they are killing it on social media and how to really improve your brand in that area. I hope you all get some education, entertainment out of the show. To be quite honest, it was never really my plan to have a solo episode with me just talking about industry insights on my own. Uh, I don't want to be kind of a, a guru you see online at the moment, but I think every so often it might be nice to have maybe a 15-minute episode where we go through some social media strategies that are happening in the industry and maybe you guys can relate some of these strategies to some other conversations we have in the future or some of the conversations we had in the past. So we'll kick straight into it. Why companies are doing it all wrong on social media. So task one for listeners, get out your phone, type in your favorite restaurant into Instagram or Facebook, whatever it is, Mexican, burgers, Italian, I don't really care. And I guarantee you 99% of you will see beautifully photoshopped images of that company's menu items or promo videos celebrating and promoting how great our products are. This strategy is why social media is still back in the stone ages for some companies. With this strategy, I have a few question marks. First of all, how the fuck are a consumer supposed to know that that burger, we'll say burgers for now, is from that exact restaurant? How do we not know it is from a restaurant in America where they robbed the photo online and brought it into their fa- their Facebook or Instagram, cropped it, bit of Photoshop, and put it on their page? That's one question you have. But 
I suppose the other question is how are them types of photos adding value to you really and the same can be said for any other industry like if you're just showing off about your own products you're not really adding much value to me you're not creating a great story for me to buy um and a lot of these products are more or less saying look how great our stuff is buy it now for most of these brands i don't know who the fuck they are i don't know them from adam and it gives absolutely no value at all to my life what a similar comparison actually a very good similar comparison is meeting golfers in a clubhouse after a game of golf and all everyone is talking about is themselves and who, how good their round was when nobody really gives a shit the same applies to brands if you just keep talking about yourself and how great you are nobody will really want to engage you as Gary Vaynerchuk would say CEO of VaynerMedia I really really advise you to check out his content if you're interested in marketing business growth etc he wrote a book called Jab, 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 Right Hook. And what he says is that too many brands are going for the right hook straight away. You're going for the right hook in the first round. Rather, they should be jabbing. What he means by jabbing is providing storytelling content, very passive, not salesy content that's going to intrigue the consumer and is going to want them to engage with their brand every single day. And then later down the line, you can come in with a right hook what he means by the right hook is you can ask that consumer will they buy your stuff in a nice way obviously because if you keep on giving 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 the chance of you getting returned will be fairly high and i think the main reason why brands do publish this advertising pushy salesy content is because they're afraid to be creative and i think that is the number one factor why they go with the advertising pushy strategy is because they're afraid to be creative it's simple as that others might say that if you're to get more creative becomes more expensive but then again you have to look at it if you're more creative you're going to be more profitable i do believe in this era uh, of consumption we're in that the more creative you are will really really add to your profits um and i think there's only a short date left on these advertising strategies that are offering no real value to the consumer um but yeah i also think that another reason for this is that if brands hire an agency in to look after their content a lot of them don't really want the hassle of dealing with an agency or a freelancer they don't want the communication struggle they don't want to be wasting their time or think they're wasting their time uh, building content when they know they could just have a fast promo video up in a couple of minutes and then just send it out to the public i just think a lot of it to do is with the workplace and just don't really want to give the time and effort to marketing your company in the proper manner now let's move on to how companies could win on social media I guess social media gives us the opportunity not only to reach new audiences at a lower price but also allowing us to create more long-winded content that can create a larger more intriguing more exciting offering to your consumer and if we go back to the burger industry we keep it on the hospitality industry it's easier than chopping and changing but there's a very very easy escape route to get away from pushy promo videos and pushy images um so if you think about it go back the years now 
and think about when you're the child and your mother put you to bed all you wanted the majority of the time was a story and I think we still want that story today in a different manner I think by nature we all like a good story and that similar concept of the mother telling a bedtime story I think really can be applied to a burger restaurant you can tell the story of a restaurant and its products Dig deep into why you started a restaurant, where the name came from, while also telling bit more behind the scenes information. You have numerous different options. You go to getting interviewers in or guests in for a weekly YouTube show. Maybe um, invite your suppliers, your farmers, your distributors. Get all them in. Talk about their different industries. Talk about the different struggles they go through to supply you with their product. I guarantee you that a lot, a lot of people will be interested in hearing their stories and their insights and their outlook on their company's lives rather than just talking about your company and what you do the whole time and forgetting about who's actually supplying their business, who's actually putting the jigsaw together. And I think this kind of content, this video, or it can be audio, it's up to you, um, I think this can really accelerate added value for consumers and you're offering both education and entertainment you're passively selling your brand you're telling stories and maybe later down the line you can then put up a new offering you have or you can put up a new photo of your burger or a new video of your fries or whatever milkshakes you have and tell people the price and tell people it's on offer just tell people it's in your restaurant and I think because of the free content you're giving them before you asked I think really really builds up the trust with your consumer and it makes it a lot easier for them to trust you before going into your store and buying your product so I'd just like you to think about that to some of the listeners just before you do want to publish a post just ask yourself am I telling a story am I giving value to that consumer are they getting educated by it are they getting entertained from it so and I think these two concepts education and entertainment are the two keys to gaining a new consumer because you're adding value everyone likes to learn something and everyone likes to be entertained and I think it really does come down to them two factors I don't know about you guys but what I find on LinkedIn lately there's a lot of sponsored content going around from B2B companies and the majority of the time this sponsored content is all based about themselves think back to the golfer and talking about themselves it just doesn't really work so I just do it as a matter of interest. I actually don't like give them, giving them a stat that I clicked through and read their article. But I'm just clicking through lately and it's all about their company. It's all about their service they are offering. It's all about who they're doing business with. And at the very end of the article, it's just a right hook. If you need us, there's our contact number. We'd love to do business. All this type of jargon. And I'm really looking forward to the day on LinkedIn when this no longer exists, if the day will come. But I'd be interested to know what some of the listeners think. Um, if he can tweet me or he can um, message me on Instagram or whatever. I'd really love to know what some people think here. Next up, Companies that are killing it on social media. 
I did do a good bit of research for this particular section. Um, and I found that it was quite a difficult one. But there's two companies that really stood out to me. And the first one I'm going to talk about for a few minutes is Red Bull. Red Bull, as you know, are very, very well aligned brand. Brand awareness is crazy. Everybody knows them. Done a really, really good job getting the word out there. Red Bull have 48 million followers on Facebook, 2.7 million Twitter followers, and over 11.5 Instagram followers. And why do I think that is? It's because they don't talk about themselves all the fucking time. Red Bull's social media content focuses on areas such as maybe sport, lifestyle, adventure outdoor and they know that people aren't interested in advertisements but are interested in content that is visual and exciting and appealing entertaining so another test for you guys if you want to see good social media content go to twitter facebook or instagram or them all better again follow red bull watch their latest one of their latest videos of ben stokes england cricketer in action have a look at the content they created for that and look at what's behind it look at the story look at the action in it and look at how much they don't talk about themselves it's all consumer orientated and the next company really and they're quite young but are doing a fantastic job on social media is jim shark jim shark was founded in 2012 and they are currently at maybe 120 million turnover a year I believe it's around that it was formed by a guy called Ben Francis who was only about 27, formed in Birmingham Ben and a couple of friends formed the company and they felt that fitness clothing was not right for gym goers so they always felt it was baggy clothing, not a good fit. So they created their own brand, more tight-fitted, comfortable, easy to put on, easy to take off. It was geared at bodybuilders, um, athletes, and a lot of their tactics, they began with Instagram influencer marketing, where they'd send out free products to bodybuilders and athletes and ask them to post them their product during their workouts and that's how the company really grew to 100 million a couple of years ago as well as their social media campaign which is primarily influencer driven bodybuilder exercises all that kind of passive content that is valuable for people who do go to gyms they've actually now created more of an offline presence where they have their own events which really is good because it's user-generated marketing where you're getting the consumer involved so now they've begun creating events in different cities around the world i know they're in manchester uh, melbourne lately under the hashtag we lift this city so what they do is certain weekends they will go have an exhibition in a warehouse invite all their followers invite all their fans to get to meet with the brand ambassadors the bodybuilders that help promote uh gymshark and it really just gets everyone involved in the company and makes them feel part of it. They have a great day. They do exercises. There's there's tips. There's strategies. There's trends all about training yourself, all about different gym programs. And it's a fascinating way, really, to communicate with your brand. And a lot of this stuff 
is videos and then put up on YouTube and they make different episodes about these events. So that brings us to the end of the North Avenue show. I hope you really enjoyed the show. We looked at a lot of things today, such as adding extra value on social media, customer engagement, distribution channels, storytelling, and marketing tactics from some of the top social media brands. I know this was a different format today, but every so often I might just change it up a bit and discuss some marketing tactics and some marketing strategies and go over some vocabulary and stuff that it does keep us all aligned and in tune for future and past guests. So that brings us into the show. Thanks a lot for listening. I hope you have a lovely weekend. Take care. Bye now. Listening to the North Avenue Shadow.